Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. Well, some say he's on a journey. It's the journey. And here's your host, David Hackett. can be happy again our guest today recounts their personal journey through betrayal infidelity when her husband had an affair with her best friend all whilst he was serving as a prominent leader in the church throughout the books of her book she shares life lessons and how she managed to overcome the conflicted mixture of deception rejection and the shadow of depression today we welcome delia gould to the journey hi delia Hello, I'm very happy to be here, David. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Now, from what I've read, you know, of that bio, it shows you've been through a lot. And obviously, you talk about this in your book, but I'm not trying to conjure up any flashbacks or bad images, but how was it when you found this out, what happened with your husband, ex-husband? Well, sad to say, this is a a very common story, you know, um, dealing with infidelity. Um, I found out that for for over three years, um, I was suspicious of my husband having an affair with my best friend. To me, their relationship was just too close for comfort see more than just friends but they both kept saying that they're just friends and um, that went on for quite a while and eventually um, when I confronted him he admitted to the affair and I can imagine and like I said I'm trying to not cross over in any way but the way it was, you just felt like a big punch in the face, like you didn't deserve that. I tell you, I loved my husband so much, you know, and we had built a life together. We had two young boys. Um, we had a business together. We had built our homes together. Um, we had so many good experiences as a couple. And um, for it to, to come to that point where where he he had this affair with with my best friend it was very devastating I would not wish that on anybody and uh, and I just want to encourage women who are going through such such a ordeal a lot of women are going going through this and um, they don't, they, some of them, they, they don't know what, you know, how to get out of it. Because I know I was depressed for quite a while. I lost a lot of weight. I even fainted at one point. Um, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat because 
this is what I fear the most, you know, infidelity, your partner cheating on you. That is something that, that, that anyone would fear. You, you don't want that because when I got married, I got married to for a lifetime. Hmm. That was, that's, that's what was in the back of my mind, you know, until death do us part. And when um, this, ex going through this experience, it was rather very, very difficult experience to go through. Yeah. And as it says in the bio, he was serving as a prominent leader in the church. So that was already another bad thing because obviously being so prominent in the church, everyone respected him. Uh, yes, yes, that is so true. Um, he was well respected by all the church members, the people in the community and and all of that. And it was a real what should I put it? How should I put it? It was a real blow, not just to me, but a lot of other people didn't expect such a thing to happen. And um, we were all young couples going to the same church um, together. You know, as young couples, you try and go out together, maybe go to the beach or you go to have dinners, a special dinner somewhere. And just to spice up the marriage, and for something to happen like that, where one of these people who you're going out with, you know, um, who you share your life with, because this lady, she was she was my best friend. Yeah. Right. Had her as my best friend. Um, we go places together. We talk to each other almost every day. And um we share share our dreams and and, and 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 so on with each other and it was it was it was really really such a hard blow and that is why the depression was so hard because i didn't just lose my husband i also lost my best friend so i was and and it's not until i was going through this i remember this lady she called me She's a counselor and she called me and she um, I was telling her what I was going through. You know, I would be in bed, lying, sleep. I mean, crying my eyes out. I would just be lying on the couch, have, have no energy and, you know, just don't feel like doing anything. And when I was explaining all of these feelings that I was having, she said to me um, that, it is like that because I am grieving. I mm. am grieving the loss of, of both my husband and my best friend. And uh, I must say, at that point, I did not realize that grieving had to do with divorce. My impression was when you talk about grieving, you talk about death, you know, losing someone in death. But um, she showed me that you can also grieve by losing someone through divorce. Yeah. And that is exactly what I was going through. And it's, it's, quite, it's quite a dark place to be. And mm -hmm. I know there are some women who went 
insane. You know, they, 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 they lost their minds. Some hurt themselves or hurt other people. And um, if in the book I talk about, uh, there's a section that talks about the dark side of infidelity. And uh, I mentioned um, this lady who actually cut, cut her, her husband's penis off, you know, after she found out that he, he cheated on her. So, so I mean, <laughs> it's quite serious, you know. Um, it's a very dark place to be. And if you are not careful, you can go down a very dark road. You know, but I am very grateful and thankful to God that he was able to sustain and, and carry me through this experience without, you know, me going down that dark, that dark path. Yeah, so that is a major blessing for you. Yes, it is. So it, it says, um, for the title, you can be happy again. It's just true because even when you're in the darkest point of your life even if you're grieving for death grieving for a lost one grieving for friends there is always hope out there for everyone i believe yes in my book i do have this quote that says being happy is a choice so choose to be happy in life you might not face infidelity and betrayal like i did you can face something else there's so many difficulties that we face in our lives from time to time. Our life is never all easy and nice and nice, you know, bad things happen in, in all of our lives. And if we were to say we would wait until everything is going nice to be happy, then some of us might never be happy. <laughs> You know, so um, being happy is a choice. You just have to choose to be happy. And in my book, I do give tips, a lot of tips of, on how, you know, how you can be happy. It has a lot to do with your mindset. It has a lot to do with whether you love yourself. That I think that is so important. A lot of people, they don't love themselves. Mm. And I'm talking about women here. If I were to ask you, do you love yourself? What would you say as a woman? What would your answer be? Right. And a lot of women, they don't take time out for themselves. They take a lot of time to, to look after the husband, uh, to, to look after the children, to do the chores, to, to, to um, do their jobs but they don't take time out for themselves to do things that makes them happy. And I think um, that would make such a big difference in, in, in their lives if they just take a moment to look at themselves and realize, you know what, I need some time for me. I need some me time. One of my favorite me time is just um, taking a long bath uh, listening to my favorite music you know yeah. I just enjoy that another one is when I I call it um, shop therapy where I just love ju just go out and do some shopping you don't have to have a lot of money to go out to do some sh to do shopping you know I just go out and it, it it helps it's quite therapeutic another thing is I love to be out in nature in the park at the sea these things they're very therapeutic for me. 
and it might be different for for you you know everybody what makes people happy it, it, it's it's all different but it is it's it's a choice do mm. you want to be happy yes or no i chose to be happy despite you know what was happening to me or what happened to me at some point you have to learn from your past but you cannot live in your past mm -hmm. you learn from your past but do not live in your past yeah and i think that is um, that would make such a big difference in people's life if if they do that yeah and the argument is it doesn't define you when you live in the past because obviously the past will drag you back not looking exactly forward. exactly i always tell my friends i don't dwell on the past i focus on the future i focus on where i want to be the goals that i have and i walk towards that that's where i focus on because if i were to go back and dwell on what I went through, I would be depressed all the time. Hmm. So when you started writing this book, I assume it was after you left your, you know, ex-husband. Yes. Ex yes. How was it when you started putting the words into the paper? Was it difficult because you had to recollect your memories, thinking of what you wrote? Yes. I must say, um, there were some times when the memories, you know, the, the the bad memories just, you know, resurfaced. It's like I was experiencing it again. But um, I, I know, I always had in the back of my mind um, the main reason why I'm writing this book. And I wrote this book because I... I want to help women who are facing difficulties in their lives. Mm. I want to show them that, yes, no matter what you've been through, you can be happy again. And um, I push myself through that. And even in the writing of the book, it was rather very therapeutic for me. Because um, as I put it down, it's like everything was coming out, you know. It's like getting everything out and believe it or not, I have the good, the bad, the ugly, everything is included in my book. Hmm. At the end of each chapter, I have um, lessons that I have learned while I was going through that ordeal. And uh, the reason why I put those lessons is so that other women would not make the same mistakes that I made. Other yeah. women can look at my experience and they can learn from it and they can they, they can um, make the necessary changes in their lives um, mm. so that they don't fall in the same situation that I did. So, um, as I said, it was very therapeutic and, um, yeah, there were some rough moments there when I just had to, like, just, put the pen and paper down, uh, come off of the laptop and just take a little break. and But I'll go back again to it. And that's the sheer determination that you pursued it and you still went with it despite the difficulty. Yes, yes. So um, obviously your book is available now because it got released only just recently on May the 24th. 
yes. as we record May 24th, 2023. And it's reached number one in the new releases for two categories, which is, you know, amazing in its own right mind because you never expected it to be that popular. No, but, no. But, but reaching in the Dayton relationship and spirituality and spiritual biography, it just shows that people do want help, do want to read something, do want that self-help guide. Whatever you want to define your book as, it's just that it's making that impact. I, I, my, I'm very passionate about reaching or helping 10,000 and more women find happiness again. To me, it is more than just a book. You know, I want to change lives. I want to, I, I love to see people happy. I want to, 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 to help make a change in people's life for the better. You know, because um, I know what I went through and I don't want others to be, you know, going through, going through that. And however I can help. Um, I would love to help. And that's the reason why I wrote this book. And I am, you know, out there so that as many women as possible can get to read it and can get, can receive some benefit from it. And I do understand that there are a, a quite a few men who are reading this book as well, which I think is, <laughs> which I think is very good because because they would be able to see what women go through um, when when faced with, with, with such difficulties. You know, mm. maybe I'm sure they can learn something as well <laughs> from because, it. Because I'm saying this from the male perspective. Us men tend to think the females are invincible. There's nothing that can penetrate them. It's okay. You know, we push it to the one side thinking it's okay. But reality... To the limit. Yeah, but the reality mm. is, it's not like that. The reality is how you described it now. It's just so passionate. So from the art, it's coming from a godly point of view as well. So it shows real commitment from you. And I'm not saying from my point, but I'm saying it hopefully from every man's perspective. I hope it gives them the insight to say, oh, she means it because it does happen. Yes, and um, also I, in my book, I do talk about the impact it has on children. As I said, I had two young boys at the time when my husband left me. I had two boys, one was nine and one was two. And um, I could remember um, my boys are very quiet, quiet boys. The older one, the older one who was nine, he hardly said anything about the situation, but I remember there was a time when um, he broke down crying, you know, and he was crying for quite a while. And I tried to console him and I could not console him. I had to call a counselor to talk to him. And only then did he you know, stop, you know, and was able, was able to stop. So um, when the men see you know, these things as well. It's not just affecting the woman, it's also affecting the children. And women, we are very emotional. And talking from a very, uh, from a personal standpoint, when I love, I love with my whole heart. 
So, um, so you would you would understand why it would hurt that much. It would hurt so much when things fall apart and break down. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of emotions there. Mm. A lot of emotions there. So moving forward into the future, obviously you've got your website where people can read about you more or get contact, but how do you see the future progressing for you as a whole? Do you think you've learned from that mistake now where you can be stronger and say, I'm happy to move forward? Well, yes, I must say right in the book, um, that was like the icing on the cake in, in like um, helping me to get over, fully get over what what I, I experienced. I remember there was a point when I couldn't say his name without breaking down in tears, but that's not the case anymore. I, you know, I have gone past that. And um, I'm focused on my future. I'm focused on my children. And I am also doing speaking engagements. Um, it's not just a book I'm, I'm doing. I am doing, I'm available to do speaking engagements um, to talk about my experience. difficulties and they might want to talk to somebody about it who have been through similar experiences and um, I make myself available to, to these women if you want to call me if you want to have a chat with me just go on my website Delia D-E-L-I-A Gould G-O-U-L-D dot com and you would see the, leave your information and I can contact you and we can have a chat because sometimes when you're going through something, it is good to speak to somebody who have gone through it before and who made it through to the other side. So that can be very helpful. So I am looking at reaching and helping women in, in more than one um, areas. So that's basically what I'm looking at. You can also contact me on my email address, which is you can be happy again, figure two at gmail.com. Okay. And one last ultimate question for females out there. What inspiration would you want to give them to make them feel inspired to help them move forward? Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. So, um, I would, um, say so much I can say, to be honest, and I do have a lot of information in my book, but I would like to, to, to encourage women to, to take care of yourself. If you, if you don't take care of yourself properly, you will not be able to take care of others and, um, look out for yourself. Do things that you enjoy. You deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy in life. And I just want to encourage women to do things that make you happy. Take time out for yourself. 
whatever it is I, there's a friend of mine she loves gardening so whenever she feels depressed or whatever she goes into her garden and 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 she said that is so therapeutic for her find something that makes you happy and make sure you do it on a regular basis so that um it will help to prevent you from becoming depressed or anything like that so um that's basically my encouragement and i just want you to to encourage you as well to get a copy of my book and read it i am sure that you will gain a lot from it as i said before there are lessons learned at the end of each chapter that i know would be very helpful to you i haven't left anything out everything is is in there <laughs> And um, I and the reason why I do it, like I, I want it to be authentic so that people can look at my story, they can feel the authenticity, and they can they can um learn, learn from my book. That that's that's the main thing that I want um women to do. Learn from my book, and I want it to, to help them to choose happiness. That is amazing. You look good. Thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Thank you for having me, David. Good day. was the journey hosted by wise words imaging hosted by david hackett be sure to like subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon